This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Welcome to Talking Halos. This is Derek C. Paul, all by myself, as we get ready to kick off tonight's four-game set with the Oakland Days. Real short, just kind of get you on the road. Interview with Maria Torres coming up here in a moment, and I hope I hope she has some good information for you, especially those who are wondering exactly where the team is right now. Before we do, we do want to ask you to go ahead and head on over to iTunes and subscribe or wherever it is you listen to our podcast. We really appreciate that, especially if you could leave us a nice five-star review as well. If you want to earn that, great. Email us at talkinghales at gmail.com and give us your feedback. We really appreciate it. If you're a new listener and you're enjoying the show, please do us a favor. Please text a fellow Angels fan and let them know about our podcast. It really means the world to us. Seriously, we're trying to grow. We're trying to reach new people, new listeners, new Angels fans, and we really appreciate the support. So in the meantime, just a real short podcast today just kind of gets you on the way for tonight's series. Here it is, our interview with Maria Torres from the LA Times Angels beat writer. All right, folks, I'm here with the Los Angeles Times Angels beat writer Maria Torres. Just welcome back to the show. We're glad to have you always. So how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I actually just spent the last couple of days unable to talk, so it's a good thing that we waited until today to record this. What, laryngitis? Yeah. Not a fun time. It always gets you. It always gets yeah. you. Just so we'll try and keep it short then. Especially, I know you're busy. It's a baseball day and all. But the last time that we <laughs> talked... The Angels were really struggling to find their way to 500. There were injuries all over the place. It was hard to get a gauge on what's really going on with them. Now they're 41-40. They're about Mm -hmm. to have a completely healthy lineup for the first time all season. And their Mm -hmm. pitching has been really thinking solid since the St. Louis series, since it got underway for that matter. So what's the feeling around the club right now and their progress? I think the... I mean, you you kind of just hit on the key right there. The Angels the whole season have been struggling to stay healthy, for one. And then to stay about above 500 or even around 500 is just going to struggle because of that. So now that they've got all their pieces back together and Anderson Simmons is coming back, um, not sure yet when, although I guess we'll find out here soon if it's today or not. Um, 
but we're, you know, the, the Angels seem to be kind of like, finally, they're going to have a lineup that's deep enough um, to combat the, their opponents. And then the pitching, like you mentioned, is getting a little bit more solid. Like Tyler Skaggs has, you know, two straight starts now where he's gotten, um, he's gotten fiery and he's done what he is best able to do. And he's kind of showing a little bit more of that, like, almost all-star form that he had last year before he got hurt. Uh, Griffin Canning, obviously, starting the day, but um, he's really put together a solid rookie year. Felix Pena is still kind of like just still struggling to find some consistency, but he's usually been able to pull it out uh, in pretty big spots. Um, Andrew Heaney is, you know, starting to get things back together. It's just kind of like a things are finally starting to come together for the whole team. So I think they definitely have a, they believe that they can at the very least compete for a wild card, which is basically the only thing that they're able to do with the Astros in the division and the lead that they have. <laughs> so, and folks, in case you couldn't tell, she's a little under the weather. Um, so, <laughs> all that in mind, all that in mind, the schedule gets stiff come mid-August. It gets pretty stiff all the way to the end. It's it's a rough one. Probably one of the toughest stretches I've ever seen a baseball team face down the stretch before. I just haven't seen it. It's a gauntlet. So, do you believe, even with that in mind, that they are actually in position to complete for sorry compete for a playoff spot? You know what? I think that the next week will show you whether or not they can because they've got the athletics in town now. They're going to Texas, who are ahead of them in the wild card race. The Astros, obviously, the next weekend after this one. Um, I think if they can keep their heads above water and even just like split these next three series, uh, you might we might get a chance to see like what this Angels team can do. And I think that's what's really going to determine for them like where uh, how they feel about their chances going forward and at the trade deadline because. By then, they're going to have a better idea. By the All-Star break, they're going to have a better idea of when Keenan Middleton will be coming back, um, which apparently he's going to face hitters pretty soon. Uh, they'll know whether or not J.C. Ramirez, like what's going on with him, if he's going to start to feel uh, more more like himself. Like, you know, he extended his rehab assignment, um, so he's got another 30 days to kind of get everything ironed out. Uh, Anderson Simmons should be back by then. Um, if, if the team that they have... Uh, active at the All-Star break is, you know, still, again, treading, not just treading water, but kind of staying above 500 or around 500, maybe uh, that'll kind of indicate to the front office that it might be time to to get things going as far as the trade deadline is concerned. So you did earlier, you did, you did express some doubt when we had talked before that the Angels would make some moves. If they do make a move, where do you think they focus? Not a problem. I mean, it's still pitching is always going to be the key. Pitching is the key to championships, anyway. Um, they're obviously solid defensively. So, and offense, the offense has shown it can. It has a little bit of staying power now that it has a Tony back and Sims is coming back and Upton is back. So, pitching is really what they're going to need to shore up. They, they probably would want to look for um, a starter who can really deliver consistent results. Um, Day and I mean you know every every five days because we're not really I don't know if really Jose Suarez is up to that challenge just yet because he still has a couple of things he needs to work on at AAA. Uh, Griffin Canning is under an inning slash pitch limit, um, so they'll need to keep him as rested as possible to keep him for uh, an extended run down the stretch. Uh, obviously, Tyler Skaggs and Andrew Heaney have shown that they are capable. I guess maybe Tyler Skaggs not not as much, but Andrew Heaney in the past has shown that he is durable. Um, so. I think the pitching will be the key, and obviously a lot of this will um, hinge on what Mark Harvey does when he comes off the injured list after the All-Star break, too. So um, 
I think if they are get enough things going, then pitching is what's going to kind of put them above. So then you have Shoya Otani, who just this week began throwing off the mound. And it gets us a little curious here. We know nothing this year, obviously, but what is the timeline for his return to starting rotation on a more on a permanent basis? That, that still hasn't changed. The Angels have not changed any plans. Like he's the plan is to have him back in the starting rotation um, probably as soon as next you know, opening day next year, twenty twenty. Uh, there's there's no the timeline is not changing on Otani just because he's off. He's starting to throw off a mound. That's actually pretty. That's part of the. This has always been part of the plan. Um, he will likely start facing hitters. Not he won't likely start doing that until like September, maybe late September or so. Um, so that there's no there's no chance that Otani is pitching this year. But I definitely think that beginning of next year he'll be ready to go. Just a, a quick follow up on him. Was there any word in how he felt the other day when he threw off the mound? Yeah, so he felt fine. Um, he threw it about. I think, don't quote me on this. I don't remember for a fact, but I think he's through about 50% um, effort and felt great. Uh, he hasn't had any setbacks during his rehab, so that's like that's the number one key here. I think I think others have had a little bit of an issue coming back from Tommy John surgery, but so far, um, Otani is on the rise as far as okay. I'm concerned. Cool. Now, all that in mind, we just had a draft here earlier this month, and prospects are getting close to the time of year and rosters expand. What was the overall feeling in the front office about this year's draft class? And also, which prospects should we expect to see later this summer? Obviously, you know, team is going to be disappointed with their draft class. They were pretty ecstatic to get um, the guys that they got. I mean, Will Wilson, for instance, and then uh, Kyron, Kyron Harris, I believe is his last mm-hmm. name, the one from the Bay Area. I mean, they're, they're pretty thrilled about everyone. Not to mention, like, they've got a couple of, they added a couple of two-way players in there. Um, they got someone, no <laughs> Uh, they got a uh, uh, hard thrower from Pennsylvania. Uh, I can't. I don't want to mispronounce his name, but you know which one of the I'm talking Kohanovic, about. Yeah. Ethan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a, the two-way player from Puerto Rico, Rivera. They've got a lot of they got a lot of interesting talent, intriguing talent, um, and they're they're excited about their their class and they're excited to see where they go. Uh, now, as for who's in the who's in the minor leagues right now, who could get a chance with the Angels by the end of the summer? Um, I think it'd be hard. It'd be hard not to see Matt Dice at some point this year. Although he does still need to prove that he can actually carry his weight throughout an entire Pacific Coast League season. Um, mm-hmm. He needs to really prove that. Uh, one, first of all, like I know these numbers are fluke, but also just hit at the uh, above league average um, for an extended amount of time. I'm sure you'll see Taylor Ward back at some point. He's on the forty-man roster. Who else are we talking about? Any like other names curious about? Well, I'm thinking we'll see Jared Walsh again this year. I was wondering oh, yeah, about exactly. a couple of the other pitchers as well that we have been hearing a lot about, but I'm not. I'm not quite sure they're ready yet. I mean, mm-hmm. they, there's been a couple guys making some noise on the on the uh, AAA roster down there as well, and I was wondering if maybe we would see any of those guys, or if we if we pretty much are set with who we have right now. Yeah, I mean, I think anyone who's on the 40 man roster is obviously obviously game for the end of uh, sorry, the uh, September call up. Um, and everyone else is kind of needs to definitely prove that they can stay unhealthy um, and not overexcite themselves before September, and then um, perform well down down the minor league stretch, which you know that's August for them. So, gotcha. Okay, well, a first get better. 
get better. <laughs> Thank you so it much. Be, I'm getting there. <laughs> it has to be painful to try and cover a team and talk on a podcast and get work done when you're when you are struggling. We well, we've all been there. We've all done that. We understand it. In the meantime, though, can you let people know where they can find your work? And especially, you had a really nice Luis from Hefo piece this week, just talking about his development. And uh, so people need to check that out. Where can they find it? I know LA Times behind a paywall. Can you explain how that works? And and also where they can find you mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, so we'll start with the last bit. So you can find me on Twitter, Maria underscore Torres three, and that's Torres T O R R E S. Um, and you can find any angels related content that the LA times produces at latimes.com slash angels. Uh, there is a paywall. And, I mean, you still, you definitely get a couple for free. Um, but there are packages around where you can get, uh, you know, a free trial or you can get three months free, three months for 99 cents. There's a lot of things that really, uh, make sense for fans, especially fans who want to read about the Angels. All right, awesome. Again, thanks for, so much for taking the time. I really appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, no, thank you for having me on. Now, if the ending got a little weird there, I, you have to understand, I <laughs> we are actually are having a storm as I'm recording this, and the power went out. So we lost Maria towards the end, so I had to kind of fix up a little bit. Just so you, if you notice a little something weird, that's exactly what happened. She gave a lot of good feedback, though, on some of the things that are going on around the team right now and their attitude. I really do feel a little more optimistic about the next month or so, but we're going to find out real quick. Like she said, the Oakland series, the Texas series, we have Seattle coming up. So these are all divisional matchups that mean a lot down the stretch. Oh, and we have a ton of games with Houston. So if the Angels have a chance to really get in that playoff hunt, now's the time. If they can get through it and stay in it, then we may be talking a little bit of a race come August for that gauntlet schedule. Okay, so it is time for us to hit the road. Before we do, we do want to re- just ask you, hey, if you are interested in sponsoring our podcast, we really appreciate the help. We'd also appreciate doing business with you. So reach out to us at talkinghandlesgmail.com if you, like, if you like what we're doing and you want to help us get the lights on. We would be an awesome partner, I promise. You can also leave a voicemail for us at 657-666-5453, and we'd really appreciate it. Also, if in the last minutes here, don't forget, Tommy Lestella, vote. Vote while you can. And also... Don't forget us on Twitter at Talkin' Halos or search for our page on Facebook at Talkin' Halos. You're going to find me, Derek C. Paula at DC Paula, and John Crane at Jake's Crane John on Twitter. Don't forget us on Spreaker, Apple Music, all those wonderful podcast outlets. It's what we do down here, folks. We're podcasting. Podcasting fools. So, all that in mind, and here's hoping the Angels let, let up that halo tonight. With all that in mind, let's hope those angels let the halo tonight. For John, our entire team here, this is Derek C. Paul saying, take it easy. We're out. Have a great one. control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.
You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.